Hello and welcome to the Force Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Conforti. It's been a while since we've done these. We're not on a set schedule for them, but uh, it's been a little bit because I've been traveling uh, a lot. And uh, we have a few shows, a few topics that uh, I want to talk about over the next couple of weeks. So we should have a few episodes coming um, pretty soon. But I've been traveling uh, because we did my my operation on it. Um, came to an end. If you've been following online, uh, Operation On It was this this ninety day, three month uh, program that I put together uh, back in July that ended with me going to the On It Academy in Austin, Texas, which is an incredible gym. Uh, I've been following On It since they were just a new you know supplement company with with Alpha Brain which was kind of coincided with when <clears throat> I first got into personal training. Uh, and and as my career took off and I started thinking about the possibility of one day opening my own gym and what my vision for that would be, also happened to be when, when Onnit got more into fitness and actually opened up their gym. And... It was actually exactly what I kind of envisioned for myself, which made me feel like I was mentally on the right track in my career. And since then, they've they've partnered up with Joe DeFranco, who is a role model of mine, and and that just sort of solidified things even further. And then they also added Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and, and kickboxing, and they're even growing those programs, which... Is also just solidifies things for me being a martial artist uh, and everything. So it makes me feel confident that my head's in the right place and all of those things. But operation on it was was awesome. It was it was fun to get to share some of the workouts that I was doing myself online, and it was great to sort of. Um, have that accountability. I mean, I work out whatever on my own all the time and not all trainers share that. And I mean, not all trainers even live that life. And then you have other trainers where their own workouts and sharing their own workouts takes precedence over actually helping any clients. Some of them don't even have clients. They're just their own Instagram celebrity. So it was kind of cool to be able to show some of that and uh i hope people maybe gave some of those workouts a try or you know were inspired by it in in some capacity but it was it was good to be able to do that and to be able to show that you could do something every day for 12 weeks uh even if there were days that were recovery days and and being able to share the importance of that was, was pretty awesome too now my actual visit to austin was awesome. It's a pretty cool town. I got lucky where the weather was kind of an overcast, so I didn't get completely destroyed by Texas heat. Um, and it's a pretty cool city. Great music scene. Tons of hipster bars, all that kind of cool stuff. It, it was pretty awesome, at least for the few days that I was there. But the Onnit Academy, the gym itself, was fantastic. I mean, everything from uh, their cafe to the classes, to the quality of 
the personal training, quality of equipment. Uh, it's just top notch. I mean, I can't even think of another gym um, to compare it to. And I've been in all of them. Uh, luxury gyms, powerlifting gyms, doesn't matter. I've been through them all. And I think on Academy is the perfect balance of everything, which is also kind of what Force Fitness is about, is that perfect balance where we're not too far in one direction of sports performance or too far in one direction of powerlifting or too far in one direction of bodybuilding or even rehab, because that's another thing that people get so deep into, they actually kind of get away from the fitness. That's a different podcast. I have a lot to say about that for sure. But uh, the Academy was great. It was um, really imperative to kind of get out there and train with other trainers and take another trainer's classes. When I first started, and I'm sure many other trainers who are listening to have had this experience as well, most people get started uh, at a big box gym. And you have your fellow trainers and and fellow employees and and their uh, variations in experience. Some of them have been there for years, some of them are brand new, and then over time, someone else comes in after you and now you're the slightly more experienced trainer. Then more time passes and now you're the very seasoned trainer. But no matter what, you end up in this this bubble because everybody ends up just learning from each other and then everybody knows each other and you don't ever really expand out of that bubble. And I found myself in that situation uh, early in my my career. I was fortunate enough that the trainers around me were good. Uh, whether they came from a super educated background from college or they just been doing it for 10 years. Uh, that's right from the beginning is where I learned about Joe DeFranco, which set me on the right path as far as uh, my career progression, as well as a number of other um, important fit- fitness experts. But you'll find that nobody ever really gets out of that bubble. I mean, even years later, a lot of those trainers and a lot of the, those people that I'm familiar with don't branch out. You don't branch out of your city. You don't branch out of your community. And everybody knows who all the other trainers are. And that transfer of information and knowledge sort of stops. Because if you're a brand new trainer and you're learning from the people around you, once you've gotten all of that knowledge, if no one else is going out and getting new knowledge, then there's no one's bringing anything back. So I can't stress the importance of going to another gym, taking their class, because you're going to get something. I mean, maybe it's not a new exercise, but maybe it's a new pattern of exercises. Maybe it's something new in the warm-up. Maybe it's the, the organization of the workout will bring something uh, back to your own. And while I was at Austin at the Onnit Academy, of course, I got to take some of their classes, which was great. But I also got to train, I made it a point to actually train with their trainers. So I got to train with Cameron Joss, which was a fantastic experience. I got to train with Eric Lasia and Eric Melland, and it was awesome. It was they're the best workouts that I've done, better than the workouts 
I would even say that I've given myself just because it's somebody else coaching you through it. I don't like necessarily having to write my own workouts and do them. I do them because I know what I'm doing, but it's there's just something different about having a coach and a competent trainer uh, to, to put you through it instead. So awesome workouts made me feel like I know what I'm doing because there's almost identical to what I've been doing for myself and for my clients. So that was incredible. And the first few days that I was there, I was fortunate enough to be uh, taking part in Joe DeFranco and Jim Smith's CPPS certification. And that was my first two days was these, these very long, almost no break, uh, seminars Saturday and Sunday, um, which ended with, with me getting my certified physical preparation specialist certification. Uh, and that was incredible to be able to get to meet Joe and Smitty and talk to them and train with them. Uh, was obviously a career highlight, as I'm sure you can imagine. But even that in itself, I was with 30-something other trainers from all over the world, Australia, Canada, the UK, uh, everywhere. And then all over the United States, uh, people came in. So there's 30 you know, other trainers. And this certification, you could go into it, uh, without any knowledge, but it's it's one of those certifications that pretty much anyone that goes for it is already a trainer with experience, or just has a ton of experience in the gym anyway. They might as well, they could easily be a, a, a basic personal trainer if they wanted to be. Uh, <clears throat> so it was great to be able to be around other people that are knowledgeable. Um, and be able to sort of like see what they're doing, talk to them a little bit, share what I'm doing, those kinds of things. Uh, it's just another important part of being a trainer and getting out of that bubble. It's not just, oh, I'm going to go take a class at the gym, you know, the next city over or down the street, or oh, I'm going to get a couple sessions with this guy. It's actually being able to have actual fitness conversations with, with other trainers. So if you're a trainer... Again, try to uh, get some sort of dialogue going. That's really important. Um, and then on on the other side of things, uh, aside from the fitness, as I said, they have martial arts there. So that was uh, – <clears throat> I took advantage of that as much as possible doing 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu with Curtis Hembroff, who's a brown belt under Eddie Bravo, who founded 10th Planet – uh, it's one of those aspects of jiu-jitsu that I've always been intrigued by, especially uh, as I've grown into my jiu-jitsu and, and focused more on MMA. Doing jiu-jitsu without a gi, which is the, the judo uniform uh, that usually comes along with it, uh, that's been... Uh, really, really important. So, so being able to dive deep into Tenth Planet Jiu Jitsu, which specializes in no gi uh, Jiu Jitsu, was a uh, very, very beneficial. Curtis is a fantastic instructor, <clears throat> and then being able to do kickboxing with 
Andrew Craig and Daniel Jolly were both um, UFC fighters. That was really cool too. Um, but so all in all, it was probably the best five days uh, of my career in in some regards uh, that I've had. And I can't wait to go back. I want to go back as soon as possible. Um, and then after that, I traveled around for a while, um, did a lot of hiking, which is incredibly important. Um, I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on the show, but I've definitely mentioned it in my conversations with clients and stuff, just the importance of getting out to nature, especially if you're in the city, uh, in that concrete jungle, uh, you just need to do it. I mean, we can get into the woo woo stuff and and talk about your ions becoming negatively charged and needing to go back to nature to get grounded and all that stuff. But that, that would be a whole other podcast and I'd probably have to get somebody on here who can speak better about it, but getting out there, uh, to nature, hiking up mountains and elevation and, and all that is, was just an awesome experience to be able to do that for weeks, every day, a couple times a day, hiking something, um, was really, really awesome and, and long overdue. And it ended with uh, me at Ludwig Martial Arts with Dwayne Ludwig and TJ Dillashaw, who's the most recent former UFC bantamweight champion. And that was an awesome experience. I, I, I like Dwayne Ludwig's style of, of, of kickboxing for sure. It's definitely something I can sort of mix into what my previous experience is. But it was really motivating and inspiring to watch Dwayne and TJ work out for an hour because I've seen, you know, a lot of other whether it's MMA fighters or otherwise, but I've seen a lot of MMA fighters work out before at high levels. I've, I've seen, I've been to open workouts before UFC events. I've been in the gym. Anybody with the internet connection can watch whatever they want to watch. But there was something very different about watching TJ Dillashaw and Dwayne Ludwig um, work pads in kickboxing and work combinations. TJ is extremely intense when he trains. I mean, he really embodies the, uh, train the way you fight, um, practice in reality, uh, in a way that I, I guess I just haven't really seen before. And I've seen people, you know, do awesome things inside the gym or, or at these open workouts. But there was just something to watch TJ Dillashaw train as hard as he did for an hour straight before class with that kind of intensity was just extremely uh, inspiring in, in a lot of ways. And uh, it's important. I mean, that's that's why he was a champion. That's why you know, his next fight could, could be for the belt again, if not the one after. And, uh, it, it's just one of those things 
just really drives home the importance and the nece- and, uh, necessity of putting the maximum amount of effort inside the gym when you train and training with full focus and full intensity to really maximize the results that you're going to get. And right now, he doesn't even have a fight necessarily lined up. I mean, maybe by the time I'm recording this, he does. And there was speculation about a possibility of one, you know, a couple months from now. And here he is just on a regular Tuesday night, and he's giving everything he's got into the workout. And there's just something to be said about that, whether it's in the weight room, in the martial arts room, or even just other things that you're you're doing in life that require some sort of practice, just to not kind of go through the motions, not be lazy, not hold back, just put everything into it and, and have that be the way that you practice. And uh, it might rub people the wrong way in some regards, I'm, you know, people that just don't live that life, I guess, or don't understand that life. But uh, like I said, I found it to be extremely uh, inspiring. And uh, I was very impressed by it. So I liked it. And that was that was sort of put the cap on the end of my Operation On It experience. Uh, both Dwayne and, and TJ Dillashaw are also advocates of on it and and all of those things but uh it was truly remarkable just to go through this 90 day grind be able to meet joe work out at this gym with these trainers take these classes and then just go all over the place hiking through mountains deserts everywhere uh, for weeks and weeks and weeks in snow um, and then finish off with uh, my experience with, with TJ and Dwayne was uh, absolutely incredible. I'm already planning the next couple of, uh, of trips and it, it provided me with plenty uh, to bring back to Force Fitness and um, the Force Fitness Combat Studio uh, with Angel Corchado in Florida, uh, you know, from, from that martial arts perspective, uh, and, and things are obviously going well there. And, uh, it's just been, it's been a good, good year for force fitness. Got a, a couple other things in the works, you know, one of the other benefits of getting out of that training bubble and getting out of your community and, and seeing other trainers and talking to them is even if you have plans and ideas and stuff in the back of your head, by getting out there and talking with these other trainers and seeing what they do, even if you're not talking about those ideas, it sort of just gives energy to these things in the back of your head and then all of a sudden you come back and – Maybe something you thought you weren't going to do for six months is now something you could do in six weeks. Maybe some plan or idea that seemed like you know you needed to get some more research or whatever, all of a sudden now you have 
just new information in your head. You don't even know how it got there. So there's definitely a couple things that I sort of envisioned for Force Fitness that I didn't think would uh, be possible till later. Now all of a sudden I've got some new energy behind those ideas and I'm looking to roll them out soon. I mean, it definitely, from the martial arts perspective, I just couldn't wait to get that information out and then and then be able to have um, Angel hand it out, give it out to the students, and, and it, it seems to be working out very well there. And uh, I'm super excited about that. But um, it, it's really been awesome to be able to go everywhere and do this. So I know this isn't like the most on-topic fitness episode. Truth be told, I actually did this episode before and somehow it didn't get recorded and got deleted. So I'm kind of like trying to fight the uh, the urge not to repeat myself, forgetting that it's technically not repeating myself because no one actually heard the first time I did it. But um, I definitely have uh, a few episodes lined up topics I want to talk about. Again, that's kind of going into what I just said about being inspired just by getting out, out of your bubble. You start to see things. You're like, oh, I want to talk about that. And I want to talk about that. And I've had a couple of questions come through that uh, I definitely want to answer in an episode or two. But I kind of just wanted to touch base and, and, and share my Operation on it experience. And I hope, you know, that anyone that followed it online can sort of see it's really not that hard to stick to something for 12 weeks. Doing something a little bit more than that, might you might run into some bumps. And even if 12 seems like a lot, I'm sure you could do something for eight or six. It's really not that difficult to commit to something. And uh, yeah, I guess that's that'll be it for now. I will talk to you guys soon, I promise. Talk to you soon.